Thank you so much uh, for joining Ubuntu Radio. My name is Tari Munjiz. We are live from OR Tambo Building. It's at the Department of International Relations and Cooperation. In conversation uh, with Ubuntu, so which is the um, founder of uh, Bar Health. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. Who is Ubuntu Sol? <laughs> uh, so Ubuntu is a young woman. Who, um, so I grew up in a family that ate very healthy. Um, a mom who was in business, and I grew up in the East Rand of Gauteng, <laughs> Ekuruleni. Okay. Um, so I studied psychology, and then concurrently studied politics, and then I went on to do my BA in psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think business is something that has always been in my blood um, because I grew up in that family, you know. So it's something that I always thought of. But yeah, I'm a very, very fun-loving person, okay. um, very easygoing, but also very focused, I guess, on, mm. on tasks that are ahead of me. Why psychology? I think I've always been interested in psychology, how the mind works, how behavior is influenced, you know, what causes people to be who they are. Mm. And so um, during my uh, high school, mm. I remember I was just that person that people would talk to quite easily and I thought hmm maybe I should study psychology because people just find it easy to talk to me why me you know what is it about me and why do I have that ability to advise or to speak to people as well and so that sparked my interest however when I was studying psychology yeah then it opened up my mind to see other things to say because I always knew I was going into business okay so it opened up my mind to think you know how does psychology actually influence things like brands or business or you know consumerism and then I started this food business mm. and it was the psychology now of food, the psychology of eating, you know, mm. what influences that? Mm. What influences our eating actually? Um, so a lot. So psychology has taught me that um, it's a matter of nature and nurture. So both how we were brought up. Uh-huh. So for instance, I said I grew up in a family that ate predominantly healthy food. Mm. So that's nature. But also genetics influences a lot. So sometimes you get things like cravings and mm. um, all of that. So it's, it's really just a balance. That nature-nurture debate still mm. goes on today. Mm. So we cannot say, okay, it's 45% nature and 55% nurture, but it's just an influence mm. of the both. It, this is the, the, the food choices that we are making every day that says, I prefer eating this kind of food because it makes me happy. How does then happy, healthy eating comes into play there? So um, there was actually a study conducted recently and it it proves that eating sugar really does give us that high and we become addicted to sugar. But in the long term, it doesn't really support our own mental health and well-being. But because now we're addicted to it, we keep going back to every morning. We want a muffin and very sweet coffee or Mm. something like that. Mm. But it doesn't support you in the long run. So you end up crashing. So in the morning at 6 o'clock, coffee, muffin, but by 9, 10, you're down again. So you need something to pick you up again. Um, so eating healthy is a more sustainable um, way of um, living. So mm. it helps you. You don't have those crashes as often as you would had you had the high sugar diet. Mm. So there is a lot of, um, stu- there are a lot of studies that have been conducted to prove that um, the high fat, high sugar diets are not um, supportive of us as human beings moving forward. But they do have short term effects. But, but they make us happy, isn't it? They do, they do. <laughs> but what do you want, long-term happiness or short-term happiness? So I believe um, that you can do what's hard now, uh-huh. which is probably eating healthy, you know. Um, this is where you come in. Yes, this is where I come in. <laughs> um, life can be hard now mm. or hard later. You choose your hard now. Hard later means you're eating 
a lot of junk food now and life is good but later on you have lifestyle related diseases <laughs> or it can be hard now mm. where you follow a strict diet you know you exercise you take care of yourself but later on life is easier so you're not living with those lifestyle related diseases um, you're not suffering from things that could have been avoided basically oh, that's important as well okay so let's get to the beginning Bar health how did the idea come about is this like their first initial project out of school that you did mm. and yes take us through your journey of entrepreneurship that led to bar health so no it's not the first uh, venture that i went into mm. so when i was studying this business i registered in 2014 during my studies and my friends and I played around with a few ideas, you know, let's start this, let's start that. But nothing stuck, you know, we'd mm. talk and talk and then try, but it would just end up in thin air. But um, Bar Health started, well, way before the first day we started trading. I say 2017 because that's our official trading day. Okay. But of course, the idea starts long before then. Yeah. So I grew up in a family that ate healthy. And so when I went to study in... Um, tertiary UJ, I was doing promos so on weekends and sometimes during the week I was in the mall very often and you mean retail promos yes retail okay. promos yeah okay. yeah so I was in the mall for long periods of time mm. so um I, I really didn't enjoy buying fast food or um what was available at the mall at that because you will eat burgers and chips exactly. and all the yeah exactly deep so fried. I carry mm. my own lunch but you know what to be quite honest sometimes you're late Sometimes you don't want to carry lunch. Sometimes you really do want to buy. But what do you have access to? Mm. Just unhealthy things. So mm. I'd start carrying my own lunch. Um, and that sparked conversation amongst my peers um, to say, you know what, also bring for us. Okay. And then it started from there to say, you know what, I can't just bring for you. I mean, I'm, yes, it costs money to make this. <laughs> so um, it started there. And I thought, actually, this might be a good idea. And I went to do a bit more research on how to and what it would look like. And I guess it just s s rolled from there. And then um, 2017, I was working still in retail. Yeah. And I remember around the time my mom got a bit ill. So I had already started planning to say, I'm going to work um, for a year, save up money, and then start my business. So... Around the time she got ill, I had to leave work. And mm. then I had to do something. I can't just be home the whole time. Mm. So I started, um, well, I called markets. I remember that week in particular. I called a few pop-up markets, like, you, um, you know, uh, market 012 Central. Yeah, yeah your forward markets, yes, the farmer's exactly, markets. Exactly, okay. yeah. So mm. I called a market actually here in Pretoria. Mm. And I was just asking for information, you know, so I can plan properly. And this lady was like, actually, this weekend, this was like on a Monday or a Tuesday. Mm. She's like, this weekend, we've got a market, and this is how much it costs. Would you be interested? We've got space. Oh, okay. And I was like, ish. It wasn't the plan. So at the time, I just bought a blender. Mm. And I was just testing out things, you know, smoothies and combinations and this and that. Mm. And I was like, you know what? What do I have to lose? Let me just try. Yeah. I went, I bought stock with the money that I had. So I was just fortunate. I had just gotten the last salary because remember I left my job yeah you, you, you speak about the 5,000 was it the time where you had the 5,000 yes, in your bank account yes yeah okay how yeah. much did you spend in preparation for that gig because it was a first, first gig yeah. yeah so that market I honestly spent every cent that I had in my account <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy so uh, fresh fruit and vegetables uh -huh. um, I didn't have any storage containers so I was buying storage con I didn't have anything I only had a blender yeah I didn't even have a spoon <laughs> but okay obviously some of my mom's things were 
also came in handy. You Obviously. know, you go to your house and you're like, oh, what can we use here? Oh, <laughs> so amazing. I spent a lot of all, everything that I had because mm. I was excited. I was looking mm. forward to this. Mm. I also didn't know what I would need. Mm. And well, I had Did an you idea. make a return investment there? On that day, uh. that market, we sold out twice. <gasps> so we did. And wow. selling out was also affirmation for me. If you've read the book, um, The Alchemist. Yeah. Alchemist talks about um, on your path, if you're on the right path, mm. there'll be signs to say this is your path, you know, mm. keep on going. And mm. for me, selling out was a sign that maybe there's something to this business. What? Majority of the, f- of the market had young, mostly young people. Yes. What were they interested on buying? Oh, they just wanted everything. So we were there and we're selling smoothies. We okay. started with smoothies. Mm, uh, mm. So personalized smoothies. You Would they make special orders you'd make for them? Or you had yes. pre no, no, no. range? So we have a list of fruits and vegetables that you can choose from, <sighs> as well as um, superfoods, so seeds and nuts and powders mm. that you can add to your smoothie. So you choose what you want in your smoothie, um, which I think made a lot of sense for our clients and still does because we're all on different diet plans and we follow different lifestyles. So you get to choose exactly what you want in accordance to the kind of lifestyle that you are living. So I think that's what interested people more than anything. Mm. That's quite, quite, quite interesting as well. I, I really wanted to, to find the gin because we want to get uh, young people to eat healthy because sometimes their lifestyle, they want to do things quick. They're not thinking about cooking, you know, um, longer hours as well. I mean, we, we've been having debates about buying groceries and eating out. Do we have the many options? So far, what have been your observation in terms of what we have in the market, in terms of the options, the healthy options as well? Are they always expensive? How is the easy way of doing it? What are some of the advice that you normally give? So the truth is the options that we have access to right now are a bit on the expensive side. But it doesn't mean healthy living is expensive. So when I was staying um, at Res in tertiary, Mm. I remember, so I used to stay, I went to UCHE. And I would go to Kerk Street uh, in Choburg. This is University of Johannesburg. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. And on Kerk Street, there's a lot of vendors who sit there who sell fruit and vegetables. And I remember I would go there with 150 rand and I would come back and my hands would be uh, sore because of the plastics cutting because of the heavy... I've had so much. Yes, Ah. for 150 rand. So it's expensive if you want to shop at high end brands. Okay, true. That's the truth. Mm. And we all want Mm. to live that lifestyle or the Instagram lifestyle, right? Yeah, yeah. But that, so if you want to live that life, it will be expensive. Okay. But if you want to eat healthy Mm. in general and you do not care about um, brand or association, then it really is affordable. There are lots of options where you can find fruits much cheaper. Exactly. Also healthy as well. Exactly. It doesn't mean that also if it's cheaper, then it's, it's, it's not well looked after yes, as well. Yes, yeah. So um, I think it's also just access to information and knowing certain things. Mm. Um, so yes, it is expensive if you want to live the Instagram life, but it's not expensive in itself. Fruits and vegetables are actually quite reasonable. And I think it's a lifestyle that we should all be exposed to more often. Mm. I think it just has a negative connotation now because when people think healthy, you're thinking salad. Yeah. And it's not always green salad. You don't have to live on a green salad. Healthy doesn't mean always green? No, not necessarily. Okay. It just means substituting um, unhealthy with healthy. For instance, um, in our smoothies, we use a coconut milk base. So coconut milk is very good. Um, it's high in fatty acid. Uh, 
it's high in healthy fats. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so it's what your body needs. It helps you keep fuller for longer. Mm. So just substituting that for maybe a bit of an unhealthier alternative, something like ice cream in your smoothie, mm. makes a whole lot of a difference in your body, in how your body responds to it. Mm. So just swapping out makes a difference. That's, that's quite amazing. I want to move us to Jenny now. I mean, you are Forbes 30 under 30. Let me remind our listeners, I'm in conversation. I won't let sorry. She's, um, she's a gatekeeper for... 20, I don't know what what does that mean to be nominated because you're in Forbes 30 under 30. You also had um, Maiden Garden Young 200. Is it 200? Young yes. South Africans? Yes. What is this about you that says I'm in the right path? Because you continue getting this recognition as young as you are below 30. I'm just thinking what's going to happen when you are Forbes 40 under 40? <laughs> so let's talk about Forbes 30 under 30 first. Yeah. That, whenever I think about that part of my journey, that in itself just um, proves to me the power of intention. So I remember when I started um, Bar Health and I put this wallpaper of 30 under 30 on my phone and I said I'm going to be a Forbes 30 under 30 honoree, no matter what happens. Mm. And I worked towards that goal and it happened. Mm. And so it just, you know, goes back to us being intentional about the lives we live, where we want to go, who you want to become. Just decide whatever it is you want to do or whoever it is you want to be and speak it into existence. Mm. The power of our words is also very important. So Forbes 30 under 30, outside of the recognition that it came with, it just showed me that my dreams are real. I can make them come to reality if Mm. I really work towards it. Mm. Let's talk about the challenges that young people face now. Who are starting? Lots of young people start companies, start startups, and stuff. And I'm sure, even for you, the journey has not been easy, right? Besides finance, what are the challenges? Because a lot of people say, "No, I needed capital, 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 capital." Capital is an issue, but the bigger issue is just the resilience that is required in this journey. Ah. It's a tough journey. It really is. It looks nice on social media, but it's tough. It's really, really hard. And so just having that spirit to say, I will keep on pushing. Um, I'll wake up tomorrow and try again. Keep on moving. When people say no, you go and you knock on people's doors and they don't even look at you twice. Mm. So just being able to say, my dreams are real. They are Mm. valid. Mm. No matter what who says, I know where I want to take this. Mm. I think that's the most difficult part of the journey. That's why we give up. A lot of people give up. They start businesses and... Six months after it starts, they're not operating anymore. Mm. And it's something I really discourage in um, people that come and talk to me because I get a lot of young people who, you know, will ask, Buntle, please help us with APC. And some of them will say, Buntle, please help me with an idea, you know, to start. And I'm like, I, I don't, I can't give you an idea for business because I understand when people say, you need to be passionate. Mm. because it gets hard. And when it gets hard, it's only your vision and your dream that will keep you pushing. Yeah, yeah. So find something that, you're very, that you enjoy. Mm. But outside of that, they say, you know, okay, so what can I do that in six months will be fine? And I'm like, Yo, no, it won't happen in six months unless I, 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 I don't know what circumstances um, would make a dream happen in six months. So I think we have the idea that things need to manifest fast, even in tenders, if you're going to do tenders, mm. you're not going to get a tender worth 10 million in the first six months of registering a company. Mm-mm. Impossible. It takes time. Those people that are getting those 200 million rand tenders, mm. it didn't just happen overnight. So um, I think we take for granted the time invested. Just because you saw me or saw someone else um, 
in six months, mm. you think it took six months for us to get there. You don't know the years before that. What the work you have exactly. put in. Let's talk about uh, you as a young female in South Africa trying to start when you knock on doors as well. Because throughout my interaction with other, even female in politics, uh, in many different career paths, right? They're talking about sometimes as a woman you don't date taken serious. Ever face that? You know what? You do come across those situations where people think, ah, you're a woman. Ah, what can I talk to you about, you know? Mm -hmm. But more than that, the biggest challenge that I faced is people expect you, because you're a woman, this position that you're looking for or this opportunity that you're looking for, you need to um, do a favor for someone. Generally, mm -hmm. men want this. Mm -hmm. Do a favor for men in order to get that. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's unacceptable. I'd rather not get the opportunity than to sleep with someone to get that opportunity. Mm. And you see that very often where people expect favors from you. And it's just like, no, I'm here for this opportunity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not willing to sleep with you to get that opportunity. If it means I'm, I don't get the opportunity, it's such a difficult decision because we want success, right? Yeah. And it's happened where I know that if I get into this particular place, the business will really, really blow up. But because this gatekeeper is not letting me through because I'm not doing what they want. Mm. It's really set me back on the journey. I, I think that's the biggest challenge. And sometimes it, it, we get taken by that and think that, hey, let me just give in mm. because mm. I want X. But I think that's one of the things we need to fight against um, to say, no, we're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. We're not going yeah. to settle yeah. for that. Mm. That was one of the biggest challenges for, for me, being a woman. Mm. I'm in conversation with Buntle uh, Tolechi, is um, the founder of uh, Bar Health, and uh, really we are celebrating her not only um, as she started many successful projects, but also uh, someone who um, continued to inspire young South Africans, but also young female South Africans as well. Recently nominated as one of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Goalkeepers 2022. And guess what? She's been invited to go to New York in this September. It really coincided with the um, United Nations General Assembly, um, which, um, who knows, we might be speaking to us, in uh, speaking to her live in New York, in Manhattan, um, in the street of New York, in the conversation about her journey there as well. As we know that South Africa is heading there as it participates in the General Assembly as well, the annual meeting of the United Nations uh, as well as uh, it happened this September. How did you know about uh, this? Uh, um, how did, you just got an email in your inbox that you'd be nominated. You had to apply. What What were the process for you to be considered for this? So this one in particular, I did get an email and they said you'd be nominated for um, the goalkeepers. And I was like, what's this? Yeah. And I went and first I thought it was a spam. I'm like, ah, they, they're starting again. They're <laughs> now starting. you need to send your ID and yeah. account number. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. And I went and applied. And I followed up on it and I did a bit of research yeah. um, on, you know, what it is and what it entails. And it's really something that I've also been working towards, uh, not directly in this particular um, uh, part, mm. way, but it's something that I have been working towards. So um, it's really, this is all about the UN Sustainable Goals of Development. So um, Bar Health really does want to eradicate poverty. Yeah. But also Buntle wants to, you know, I stand for gender equality. Yeah. And so the UN Sustainable Goals, it makes sense why it coincides with... Absolutely. <laughs> the, the United Nations General Assembly exactly. meetings. Yeah, yeah. 
This recognition is important, and uh, I know that um, it, it, there's a potential of opening many doors as well. As far as the process to head there, what do you need to head to, to, to New York? Because the, have you contacted the United Nations uh, US, UN, um, US Embassy to say you're going to, to their country? Have they advised you in terms of the process to follow in terms of uh, visa re requirements as well, tickets, accommodation, all that? What are they covering? What do you need to also cover if I, from your, your own pocket? So they just invite you there and everything is at your expense. Okay. But I don't think it's, um, it's, I think it's an opportunity because you may spend a little bit going there, mm -hmm. but the networks that you would have created when you are there are probably worth a lot more than what I would have spent when I, to go there. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how I'm looking at it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have started applying for my visa. It is a bit of a challenge um, for me. I just keep getting stuck at the... <laughs> Um, at a certain place, but I think I'm working on it. Okay. Those are things, though, that um, test your resilience as well. How bad do you want this? Yeah. Are you going to yeah. stop just because maybe you're getting stuck here or mm. are you going to mm. push through? So mm. I'm still working on that. I really do hope um, the visa is granted before because I know um, there's been a backlog, um, especially with the U.S., and I'm, I'm crossing my fingers to say they must grant me that appointment <laughs> <laughs> and give me my visa yeah. in time. Yeah. No, that's, that's quite important as well, that uh, um, you are representing us. I mean, as far as South African uh, cultural diplomacy, we want to see many South Africans traveling abroad and preaching South African message, but also we're seeing South Africans at a bigger international stages as well. It's quite good, to, all, not only for the image of South Africa, but also for young women who are upcoming as well, which is quite important. I mean, let's, let's talk about what um, you hope to achieve in the next 10 years? I'm draw, drawing closer to our uh, to conclude our conversation as well. As a young woman, what, what would you like to do with uh, the initiative that you have started? You plan to study further? You start to establish bigger companies? Are you going to solo like-minded companies and buy into <laughs> them? You know, finding spaces to do, operate your business? Because one of the challenges is property and, and spaces to rent, but also attractive space where you can, you know, have um, you know a space where you, they can sell your goods and, 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 and people know about your product as well. Starting your own markets, uh, for example, with like-minded companies who, sp who have um, same um, ethos as yourself in terms of healthy living as well, to say, let's start um, you know, a, uh, a market that's just look at healthy market where everything there is just going to be healthy as well, including other chefs who can actually come in through with their healthy foods as well. Where are we? So um, the vision for Basel, right now we're in a few spas, a few food lovers markets, but the vision is to saturate the retail industry. Okay. Um, we're also looking to open up our own walk-in stores, um, a lifestyle store where you can come and um, purchase your goods in our store and you'll get a wide variety of um, what we have on offer there. Um, and we really do want to um, be in the whole of South Africa with those stores. So. Mm. As we, what, what we said initially was access. We want to be accessible yeah. to the general population. Mm. And then the vision for, <laughs> the vision for um, Buntle is to really push Luminary Thrivers, which is a platform for women empowerment. Mm -hmm. um, over the next five years, I'd really like to see us having impacted 10,000 women, um, help them start their businesses, grow their businesses, you know, um, just our reach and scope um, of women and women empowerment. Mm.
if I give you three minutes of TED Talk, uh, talking <laughs> to young South Africa, we're in the month of June, a minute and a half. Normally, TED Talk is just yourself, and we are just listening. So if I had a minute to talk to young South Africans, don't be afraid to pursue your dreams. Um, don't be afraid to also go off the grain. Sometimes our dreams are not what we see in society and we're afraid that because it's not, no one has done it before, we can't do it. So just push towards what you see. Work towards it. No matter how slowly you go, go towards it. Another thing is that people like investing in moving trains. So if you're standing still, you're not going to get a lot of investment in you. We've seen that with ourselves. Well, I've seen that with myself, that once you start moving, people see what you're doing and then they invest in you. So young South Africans, we need to do that as well. Don't wait for people to come and knock on your door and give you opportunities. No one's going to do that. But when you're moving, people will see what you're doing and they will pour into your cup. So, yeah, I think that simply put, invest in yourself, believe in your dreams and don't be afraid to work towards the things that you see. Whatever little you can find, start moving as well. It's quite important. Let me thank you so much for your time. In terms of social media, where do we get um, to see what you are up to and also assistance that you need as well? So please follow Bar Health on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Bar underscore Health. That's B triple A underscore H E A L T H. And then Buntle uh, um, on uh, LinkedIn. On Instagram, on Facebook and Twitter, I am Miss Tole, M-S underscore T-S-H-O-L-E. And then in terms of business, guys, you know what? The biggest thing that I say to entrepreneurs is sharing opportunities. Mm. So if we can share opportunities, I would really appreciate that. Opportunities to grow, opportunities to work together, because that's also something that we take for granted. Collaboration is so key. So please do reach out. Um, you can also send me an email, buntle at barhealth.com. And let's see what we can do together. Let's rise together. Mm. An explosion of uh, flavor. That's what uh, she, she calls it as well. Why bar? Because I thought that would be the, my last, very last question. Normally we'd start with that question, but bar, what, it stands for something else. So bar is actually a pet name. Growing up, my little brother couldn't uh, say my name. Well, he was learning how to talk, so he couldn't say my name. Uh, my other name was Bonnie. Yeah. So he'd say bar. So the older siblings would make fun of me, hmm. but the name actually stuck. So I thought it would be a great they name for a business. They still call you that now? They do, they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. So I thought, ah, this is a perfect name. For me, it felt natural to go with this for the business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, I absolutely love it as well. But also, I must commend you with your social media presence as well. We're doing some amazing work as well. I think we're following you. And whenever I see, I see green, I see healthy living, I see... I, it's just a happy space to be in. And um, location-wise, where are you at? So we're based at the River Sands Incubation Hub in Four Ways. Okay. Um, we are also at some selected spas, selected food lovers markets. We're okay. in a few restaurants and cafes. So if you follow us on our socials, you'll um, see where we are. Mm. How does that work now? When you are at a cafe or a few restaurants, how do you operate? Like, they order as part of the menu? Yeah, so um, they buy our products and um, sell our products there. Oh, already packaged products, yes, you mean? Yes, yeah. So we've got pre-packed products as well. So yeah. they buy the pre-packed products. You're moving. I love that. It's a moving train. It's a moving train. Invest, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, um, Buntle. It's really a pleasure for you to, to join us here on Ubuntu Radio. Thank you very much for I cannot me. wait to share this with the rest of the African continent as well. Rice, rice, rice.
Thank you very much for having me. It's really a pleasure.